you say amen again? Amen. Amazing, amazing. It's all about you. It's all about Jesus. Let me say happy Sabbath, Capital City. Happy Sabbath. It's a joy to be here today in your midst. Uh, the moment I walked through the door up until this point in time, I have been having church. And I felt welcome from, from the pastor down to the gentleman who met me at the door. I feel at home. Are you always this nice? <laughs> it's, a, it's a joy to be sure. Pastor, uh, Doctor, it's a joy to be in your house today and for this weekend just to share uh, with you and it's a joy to also have my family here. Uh, my wife joined me to make this trip uh, even though she's recovering from an injury. She fell in December, broke her ankle in three places, but today she's here with us. God is still good, so pray for us as we continue on this journey. I don't know if you are as happy to see me as I am happy to see you, but I am indeed happy to see you. I feel like I'm on my first date. A little awkward, but nonetheless, it will get better by tomorrow. Am I right about it, somebody? Praise God. Without further ado, I want to just uh, go to the Word of God. I want to go back to the passage of Scripture that was read in, in Joshua chapter 3. Go there with me. Joshua chapter 3 and uh, verses 15 to 17. And the word of God says, are you there? Not yet, I'll wait for you. Joshua chapter 3, verses 15 to 17. And as they that bear the ark were come unto Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water. For Jordan overflowed all its banks all the time of harvest. But the waters, the waters which came down from above stood in and rose up upon and heap very far from the city Adam, that is beside Zaratan, and those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed and were cut off. And the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. And all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan, crossing the Jordan. Shall we pray? God, O oh Father, speak now, your servant is listening. That the words of my mouth and the meditation of all hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, for 40 years,
The people of God had wandered in the wilderness. God had delivered them. The people of God had been enslaved for over 400 years. They were invited into, into Egypt at a kind invitation of a pharaoh who knew Joseph. But sooner than later, as the people grew in number, a pharaoh, a pharaoh arose who knew not Joseph. And he became threatened. He persecuted and oppressed God's people, but God showed up and showed himself strong. Are you with me? God consequently delivered his people. He demonstrated his power to his people. Men, men, I want to tell you that, that though you suffer long, God will show up. The weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And so God showed up even though for a while the people were riddled with, with unbelief. A whole generation, if you will, died in the wilderness because of unbelief. Irrespective of the fact that God had showed himself strong to the people of God by, by delivering them out of Egyptian bondage, a lot of the people still doubted the power of God. You know, God was a pillar of, of, of cloud by day. In the, in the heat of the desert, God turned on the AC unit and the folk were safe in his arms. In the cold of the night, there was a pillar of fire by night as God protected the people from the cold. Are you still with me? The Lord preserved his people. The people had been traveling through the wilderness for a generation, under the leadership of Moses, they had endured a hunger. They had endured thirst. They had endured the, the heat and, and the cold. They had endured difficult times. I don't know what you have been going through. But I also have endured challenges in my own life. If it hadn't been for the Lord on my side, somebody, where would I be? The folk endured the challenges in the desert. But now, however, they are standing on the brink of Canaan. God had made a promise. And I'm told that God keeps all his promises. Can somebody say amen? amen? God had promised them came. And here they are standing on the very brink of Cain. They had suffered long. They had journeyed for many years. They, they, they had anticipated the promise of the Lord. And here they are standing uh, on the brink uh, of Canaan. The only thing that was standing between the people and their promise was the Jordan. 
as they stood uh, on this side of this Jordan, they were tired. Hmm? They were exhausted. Hmm? They journeyed. Their journey was too long. Am I right about it? They were troubled. Their task was hard. They, they had lost a loved one. Am I right about it? They had accomplished, they had accomplished a lot, but their dream of crossing the Jordan was frustrated. Here they are now standing at the brink of Jordan. They were almost home. Like the children of Israel, I'm here today to tell you that we are almost home. Just one more river to cross. Right now, I also feel like we are standing on, on the brink of Jordan. And before long, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. With so many, so many prophecies, so many prophecies fulfilling, we are almost home. Uh, with wars and, and rumors of war, uh, we are almost home. Right now, we are we are locked in a, in a nuclear race. Russia is saying they want to build more nuclear warheads. And, and North Korea has tested more nuclear warhead. They can fire one of those things and, and the half of the planet disappears immediately. We are almost home. Uh, nature is out of control with, with an increase in the frequency of natural disasters. We are almost home. We have people and in church, who, who, who not at this church, but in other churches, who are having a, a form of godliness, but denying the, the, the power of Almighty God, uh, we are almost home. Uh, the gospel, this gospel of the kingdom, shall be preached as a witness, and then shall the end come. The gospel is being preached right now as we stand here across the globe. As a witness, uh, we are almost home. Jordan is a metaphor of the challenges and obstacles that confront us every single day. Challenges, temptations. I don't know if you, the devil, uh, is really on your like a monkey on your back, but. But Satan is a sly old fox. They say, if I could catch him up, I'll put him in a box and I'll lock the box and throw away the key for all those tricks he has played on me. We have gone through struggles. We have gone through heartache. I'm right about it. Uh, people uh, are diagnosed with incurable illnesses. People die. We struggle with challenges and, and temptations stand in our way. Most of us, like the Israelites in the wilderness, have faced insurmountable barriers. Some of us have gone through hell and some of us are going through hell right now. 
probably you've had those times in your life when, when you wanted to get on with it. Everything seemed to be stacked against you. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. Too much work to do. Too many conflicts in the family. Some of us, our families are like a battlefield, like a war zone. Too many bills to pay. Too much to do all at once. You feel sometimes like you are drowning, you are just going under. Stay up late at night, can't go to sleep, trouble. Some of us feel in love, taken over by all kinds of overwhelming challenges. Am I talking the truth to somebody here? Going through stuff. Some of us, we just want to just stop the world and get off for a while. In Deuteronomy 11.31, God had promised the people that he would see them over. Irrespective of our challenges, God is going to see us over. Irrespective of what the devil is doing in our world today, somebody is going to make it over. I'm told that God keeps all his promises. Am I right about it? God said to the people in Deuteronomy 11, 31, he said, for you will cross over the Jordan. He did not say, you may cross over. He said, you will cross over the Jordan. And you will go into the into possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you. And you will possess it and dwell in it forever. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. <clears throat> Unlike Jordan, a symbol of pain and, and hardship and, and challenges in life, Canaan is a symbol of victory. Canaan is a symbol of peace. And I'm told that there will be peace in the valley someday. For us Christians, we have, we have somewhere to focus our attention. We can keep our eyes on the blessed hope. We have this hope that burns within our hearts and Hope in the coming of the Lord. Am I right about this? Jordan is in our way, but Canaan is a symbol of victory, a symbol of peace. To the Israelites wandering in the wilderness, Canaan is a land of brooks of water. Fresh, flowing, running water. To the children of Israel in the wilderness, Canaan is a land of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills. Canaan is a land of wheat and barley. It's a land that has plenty of food to eat. To the children of Israel, Canaan is a land of vines and 
and fig trees and, and pomegranates. Canaan is a land of olive and, and a honey. For the children of Israel, Canaan is a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity. This is a place of abundance. This is a place where no one will go hungry. This is an amazing place. Can somebody say amen? amen. Canaan is a land in which you will lack nothing. For us today, Canaan is a metaphor of peace. Canaan is a place of victory. Canaan is a place of eternal rest. Canaan is a place where there'll be no more sickness. Canaan is a place where we will study war no more. For us today, Canaan is a place where we will sit down with our Jesus. Canaan for us is a place, ladies and gentlemen, where God will dwell with his people forever. Somebody ought to say amen. God has promised us just as he promised the children of Israel that he is going to take us over into Canaan. He said, he said, he said, are you still with me? He said in, in, in John 14, 1 to 3, he said, listen, folks, the capital city, listen to me. He says, let not your hearts be troubled. He says, you believe in God? You believe also in me. In my, in my father's house. He says, there are many mansions. Here is somebody. I've seen some, some homes upon this planet here. I've seen some, some places of residence. And I want to tell you, it doesn't matter what you see. They can't be compared to what God is preparing for us. In my father's house. Many mansions, he said, if it were not so, I, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, he said, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there he may be also. God and man belong together. The cross over Jordan, therefore, means crossing from one state to another. It means to cross over from a life of sin to a life of obedience and righteousness. It means to cross over from this earth into the heavenly Canaan land. But before we do, we must face Jordan. No cross, no crown. We must face the challenges. But a harder, the battle, the sweeter, the victory. But how should we face and overcome Jordan, you may ask. Glad you asked. The word tells us that there is only one way to cross Jordan. We have to just step into the water of our circumstances by faith. And like the people following the presence of God, symbolized by the ark, just follow God. Not our uh, representatives, not our polit political representatives, 
but God. Not just our mama, our papa, but God. We've got to lean on his unchanging hands. Am I right about it? We've got to follow God. Not your way, not my way, but God's way. Not what I think, not what you think, but what God says and what God thinks. Not what my friend says or what your friend says, but what God says. God called Joshua. You know, Moses was God's man, and, and God had taken Moses up into the wilderness, up into the mountain part. And God said to Moses, uh, you have come to the end of your the journey as far as leading his people is concerned. We're told that he uh, put, took Moses and, and buried him and then he, the angels took him back up to, to glory and God took him to heaven and then God gave himself a new leader in the person of Joshua. And God told Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. God has promised us never to leave us and never to forsake us. The road may get tough sometimes, but God is with us. And if God be with us, who or what can be against us? You may be in your boat right now, and your boat may be rocking, but God says he's going to be with us. Uh, illnesses may be rocking your body right now. You may have gotten a bad diagnosis or a bad prognosis. But God, like he told Joshua, he said, I will be with you. You may have this church in this community and you may have a lot of different challenges, but God has promised never to leave us. Brother Bob just died. But God has promised his loved ones that he will be with you. Come on, somebody ought to say amen. So God said, said to, to, to Joshua, now listen, I, I, I'm going to bring you over. I'm going to get you across the Jordan. God told them, he said, listen, I want you to get the priests. And I want you to let the priests take the ark. The ark represents the presence of God. I want them to uh, lead the procession. I want you to take uh, 12 men, one from each tribe, and let them follow the ark. And I want the people to follow the ark and keep their eyes on Jesus. We've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. And look for in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will go strange with him in the light of his glory and grace. As a little boy, we used to sing a little song, follow the lead. Follow the lead. Those who follow Jesus never get lost. And God said as soon as the priest touched, their feet touched the water, he was going to allow the water to stop its flow. Before this water was, was, was flowing like crazy. It was coming down. It was rushing down. It, was, it overflowed its bank. And dear, you step out. If you step out, you will die. But God says, step out by faith. Yeah. That's a 350. As we go back, it says, it came to pass. 
When the people removed from their tents as God had commanded to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people, and as they that bear the ark were come unto Jordan, and the warriors, the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped into the brim of the water, for Jordan overflowed all his banks all the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city, Adam, and it, and that is beside Zaratan. Those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, fell, were cut off. And he says, the people passed over right against Jericho. So here are the priests bearing the ark. And here is the Jordan rushing mighty river. And the, the priests walked and placed their feet at the edge of the water. And all of a sudden, the water stopped flowing. Even the waters are obedient to Almighty God. The folk obey God, I'm told, to trust and obey. For there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. That day, the promise of God was realized. And Israel crossed over from one side of the Jordan River over onto the other side of the Jordan River to their promised home. God has made a promise. The people crossed over by following the ark which represented the very presence of God. We must be willing to let God lead in our lives as we follow. Am I right about it? If you forget anything else, don't forget this today. In order to cross over into Canaan, we must follow the Lord. We are living. We are dwelling. In a grand and awful time. We are going to be seeing things in this world, ladies and gentlemen, that are going to disturb us. But we have got to follow the Lord. Somebody says, I will follow thee, my Savior. Wheresoever my lot may be, where thou goest, I will follow. Yes, my Lord. I'll follow thee. Though the road be rough and farny, trackless as the foaming sea, thou hast trod this way before me, and I gladly, gladly follow thee. Though I meet, hear me somebody, with tribulation, sorely tempted though I be, I remember thou wast tempted and rejoice to follow thee. Though thou leadest me through affliction, poor forsaken, though I be, thou wast destitute and afflicted, I only follow thee. Go to Jordan's rolling bills. Cold and 
forbid. And though all men should forsake thee, by thy grace I follow thee. We must trust God if we're going to make it over. We must let go and let God if we're going to make it over. We must step out by faith. The just shall live by faith. If we're going to make it over, following God's man, Joshua, the people got over. But centuries later, for the banks of the River Jordan, came another Joshua. In the New Testament, they call him Jesus. His name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. He showed up, ladies and gentlemen, at the River Jordan. He was baptized by John the Baptist. He later gave out his life, he ransom for all. He died on Calvary. He died to save a wretch like me. But I'm happy today that he's alive and well. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living. Whatever men may say. Oh, folk, you ask me how I know he lives? He lives. He lives within my heart. And this Joshua is going to see us safely over on the other side. And so today... In spite of the heartaches, we're going to make it over. In spite of the pain, we are going to make it over. In spite of the violence in society, capital city, we're going to make it over. In spite of the insurmountable challenges in our lives, we're going to make it over. In spite of the crime and, and violence, somebody is going to make it over. In spite of the lukewarm brethren and the backstabbing members, somebody is going to make it over. In spite of the stumbling blocks that the devil is placing in our path, somebody is going to make it over. In spite of the arthritis, somebody He's going to make it over. In spite of the cancer, somebody is going to make it over. In spite of your loved ones being taken from you through accidents, somebody is going to make it over. In spite of the fact that the devil like the monkeys on our back, we are going to make it over. The harder the battle, the sweeter the victory. Somebody is going to make it over. My parents died, they're resting in the grave, and I can't wait for that great getting up on. When he that shall come, will come, and will not tarry. I want to make it over, how about you? I want to make it over. And so on Jordan's stormy bank, I stand and cast a wishful eye to Canaan's fair and happy land where my possession lies. I don't know about you, Capital City, but I'm bound hmm, 
I'm bound for the promised land. I'm bound for the promised land. Oh, who will come and, and go with me? I'm bound for the promised land. Somebody says, across the bridge, there be no sorrow. Across the bridge, there be no pain. The sun will shine across the river. And I'll never, never be unhappy again. I hear sooner we'll be God. We're the troubles of the world. We're going home to meet with God. I looked over yonder and what did I see? Band of angels coming after me. I'm going to say, sweet love, sweet love, sweet love, sweet chariot. Come and take me home. Oh, pastor, one of these days I'm going to lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside. One of these days I'm going to lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside. I'm going to study war no more. One of these days, I'm going to walk in Jerusalem just like John. He that shall come, will come, and will not tarry. One of these days, we're going to cross over the Jordan into the heavenly Canaan's land. Thank you, Jesus. I want to make it over. With all the struggles and the suffering, I want to make it over. What a sad day it would be if after spending five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years in church, we don't make it. Today I'm recommitting myself to the Lord saying, God, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to me. I want to see my, my mother was a faithful saint. She's now resting. I want to see my, my papa was a faithful servant. But above all, I, I want to see Jesus. I want to live and reign with Jesus forever. How about you? Do you want to be there when this church, Minister to be the church triumphant, it is your desire to be there, won't you stand with me? Let the devil know whose side we are on. Let's stand together. Let's stand together. You want to be there. Now, folks, there may be somebody here today. I hear Jesus saying, give me, give me your heart and I give him a father's kingdom. You've not yet embraced the Lord as your personal Savior. Folk, the signs are telling that Jesus is getting ready to come. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some men come slackness. But he's long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You're out there and you want to say, preacher, pray for me that I will make it over. I will be saved in the kingdom with the rest of the saints when the saints go marching in. 
you're not yet a member of the faith and you want me to pray for you, raise your hand right where you are. You're out there? Is there somebody? It's got to be somebody. It's got to be somebody. Raise your hand. Praise God. Is there somebody else? Is there somebody else? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Is there somebody else? Is there somebody else? Why don't you come on down? Come on down. Come on down. And Pastor Wright will shake your hand. Jesus walks. It's a lonely walk up to Calvary's hill all by himself. He did it for us. Just walk for Jesus. Let, let everybody know that whose side you're standing on. Let the devil know that he has lost. Jesus is the winner man. The winner man all the time. Satan is a loser man. The loser man all the time. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Is there somebody else? Come on down. We're going to get ready to pray. Come on down. I'm not going to baptize you today. I just want to pray. That's all. I just want to pray that we get over. Let's raise your hand. Right where you are. Is there somebody else? Come on down. Not a member of the faith. We want us to pray for you. God will make a way. He will make a way. It's about to close. It's about to close. We're waiting on somebody else. Come on down. Come on down. Have you given your heart to the Lord? Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Is there somebody else? Come on down. Amen. God bless you. Amen. And while I'm praying, if you still feel free to come on down, come on down. Let's pray. Father, thank you for salvation. When we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God, you are such an amazing God. Father, we thank you so much for sending Jesus to die for us, to rescue us, and to ultimately give us eternal life. Thank you for the story, this ancient tale of how you led your people over in the land of promise. A symbol of the promise that you have made to come back and take us home to a place where there'll be no more sickness, no more pain, no more suffering, no more dying. What a happy place that's going to be. Father, we thank you so much for favoring us today to give us an opportunity to be numbered among the saints who will be marching through the pearly gates. So Father, we ask of you now to be with those who walked from your seats are now standing at the altar. God, write their names down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Keep them faithful. May the step that they made today not be the last, but the beginning of those walks, those steps that they'll make through the pearly gates. Father, be with the rest of us who have already embraced you. May we remain faithful so that when Jesus comes, we will hear well done from his lips. Thank you so much for what you've done for us. Thank you so much for what you continue to do for us. Bless the leadership of this church. Pastor Wright and his wife and his team. 
Bless the membership, oh God. Empower this church. May this church indeed be a lighthouse. May the light shine and may the salt be spread. So people can come to know Christ, whom to know is life eternal. Dismiss us now with your blessings, but not from your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I just feel that somebody, somebody wants to come, but they're holding back right now. I just feel that somebody needs to come to the Lord right now. If that is you, you need to come to Jesus. You see that there's some things in your life, stuff in your life that is facing you. I want to tell you right now that unless you give your heart to Jesus, you cannot cross that problem, that situation in your life. So I believe that there's somebody today, maybe in the balcony, that you need to give your life to the Lord now to help you to cross that Jordan. Is there somebody today that will step out on faith? Is there somebody today? You'll do that today. God's been calling you for a while now, but you have been delayed. Would you come to God right now? Would you do it right now? Is there somebody you want to step out? I guarantee you, if you step out on faith, you will find that Jordan will cross. The problems will move to its side, and you can move forward. Is there somebody today that's saying, Lord, I want to trust you. I'm going to try this thing called Christianity and following Jesus. Is there somebody today you want to do that? I just believe that there's one more person, maybe two, that, wants, that needs to give their life to the Lord. Why don't you come? It is your time right now. Is there somebody today? Listen, if your heart is beating fast and racing, that's an indication that you need to come and God is calling you. I'm going to just take one more second. Is, would you come right now? Come right now. Come to the Lord right now. Come to the Lord right now. Father, we thank you for what has been heard today. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for the man of God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated.